from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to a, I started to say Monday. It's a Tuesday edition of the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your uh, flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Ward, good morning. How are you? Here. Present. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Tom? Good. Ward, Ryan didn't get the memo. Oh, he didn't, did he? He, he, he didn't get the memo of the uh, the Nike hoodies. So, or I, I sent the, the memo. He didn't pay attention. He didn't pay attention. I missed that one. I those young kids. Uh-huh. Those young kids. So, they do their own thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin or how to begin. Other than to say thoughts and prayers to Damar Hamlin and his family, that was, I, I, I don't know. Bone I chilling. Mean, huh? It Bone was. Chilling. Yeah, it, it really was. Terrifying. It was, and I don't know, that you, I don't guess any of us have ever seen anything like that. I mean, you've seen injuries and you've seen, you know, you've seen the Joe Theismann thing and, and. But you never saw anything like that, where a young man who you assume is in unbelievable good athletic condition goes into cardiac arrest on the football field last night during Monday Night Football, Cincinnati and Buffalo. You know, if you were watching, he, he made the tackle, he got up, and then he immediately wobbled and went right back down. And they immediately started, you know, they got to him and started CPR and got oxygen to him and took him to uh, took him to Cincinnati University of Cincinnati Hospital or Cincinnati University Hospital, whatever it is. And uh, and he's in critical condition now. Uh you know, anything other than that young man's health doesn't really matter right now, does it? No. I mean, it, it just doesn't. And look, we're going to talk about other games, other games that were played, other games are going to be played, schedules were set. But at the end of the day, you're, 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 you're you just, your thoughts are with this young man. And and your your hope and your prayer is that he pulls through this thing. He's I believe they they list him as stable, but in critical condition. I'll have to double check how they how they the the wording, but I know that he's in he's still listed as in critical condition. So, you know that's that's kind of where we are this morning, and uh, you know we're monitoring and and you know. And, and seeing if we can, what information we can get. And uh, as that information becomes available, we'll try to pass that along to you this morning on the show. But uh, 
it was, but it was a tough night. And, you know, ESPN slash ABC, guys, they didn't really know what to do or how to handle it. I mean, it just has never, that's never occurred. And I thought that they were very respectful. I thought they did an outstanding job. Yeah, I thought they were very respectful of the situation and very clear about the situation that the game itself meant absolutely nothing at that point. Look, it was a big game. It had a lot of, you know, I think we we looked at, I mean, you know, there's playoff implications. There's all kinds of stuff. And that's just fine and dandy until that play occurred. Once that play occurred and, and, and DeMar Hamlin went to the turf, nothing mattered other than his health and his well-being. So we will we will do our very best to keep you posted uh, on the Pennsylvania native. Just 24 years old. And again, uh, we'll uh, we'll try to keep you posted. On, I don't even know what is there anything that you can in your memory ward that that you can think of that you could even put relate to when it comes to this situation because I can't. No, I've never seen anything like. I mean, it's happened before, but I've never seen anything like it. You know, I, th- I think I saw a report that said in '71 it happened, and Charles Frederick Hughes, yeah, the Detroit Lions. I don't recall that, and but you know, it just that's uh, you know, I think one of you guys said it was chilling, and I think that's probably as as accurate a statement as you can come up with, and you know. I don't know about you guys, but I, there was a, a Cincinnati reporter that was on social media, and I thought he did a fantastic job of not exaggerating, not doing anything, but reporting the facts that he knew. I was, you know, you were kind of able to follow some of it there. And then you started seeing all of the, all the other stuff, and that's, I had to leave. You know, you know when they started talking about the, the game and resuming the game and, 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 and that kind of stuff, I just, I, I left social media. I mean, I, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to read that. So I just, I monitored ESPN the rest of the evening and and and, and went, uh, went that direction with it. But, I, you know, because it didn't matter. The game itself didn't matter. And then I saw, you know, where they were complaining that the National Football League waited an hour to postpone the game. Well, they had to do everything they they possibly could to get their ducks in a row. And again, they've never been through this. No. They've never been through this. And and we talked about it before we went on the air. I don't think they waited an hour to postpone the game. I think they waited an hour or so to release the fact that they were delaying the game. You saw – I mean, again, here we go, compliments to ESPN and ABC, but you saw the two coaches in the tunnel on the phone with presumably the NFL. That was uh, – they. there was a, a young lady there that had, had a cell phone. She was with the NFL. And she was identified as with the NFL. And they – you know, each coach uh, was on the phone. And I, and I presume – 
And my assumption was that the game then and there was postponed. And you're right, Ward. They had to get their ducks in a row. They had to get a they had to get somebody within the the PR department to to get the release together and and then make the announcement. So, I, I and at the end of the day, who cares if it took an hour? Again, it goes right back to that young man's health, mm-hmm. I, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, we will. Uh, We'll do our very best to keep you posted on the uh, on his situation throughout the morning, and uh, we'll do that as we roll through game time here on a uh, on a Tuesday. Did you did, did you have a good day yesterday? By the way, I mean, wh- what did you do on your day off? Um, not a whole lot of anything. Just watched a lot of football. You, Ryan, anything big? Yeah, no, nothing. I lounged around my apartment all day i hardly got out of my chair <laughs> i was assigned to clean the garage good for you yeah good for me so we we got that deal done uh so did you watch football yesterday yes i did how about that how about that fighting two lane that was great wasn't that good <laughs> We'll we'll talk a little bit about that today. We'll talk about the uh, the TCU Horn Frogs today. Shayhan Jayaraj is going to join us. We'll talk some Baylor basketball as Jerry Hill joins us, and uh, we'll just and we'll talk about the Cowboys and their situation. We'll do that, and it's all coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by WFAA-TV Channel 8's Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just gets too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. And when you get away from the formula that we have seen as been so successful this offense goes the wrong way game time weekdays at 7 a.m on espn central texas everything we do we do for you looking for a checking account that earns four percent apy refunds all your atm fees and has a savings account combo that earns you money it's a first central credit and slam dunk be the mvp ask for casasa checking it's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com we're your team. APY's annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have to. Fix Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. Hey, guys. We all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays. But have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry. And as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, 713, 13 minutes after 7. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. We continue to monitor Bill's uh, defensive back, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, in critical condition in the Cincinnati hospital after uh, suffering cardiac arrest last night on the field during the game. Uh, rushed to a Cincinnati hospital and uh, is in critical condition. And Did you think there was any way that he was going to make it to the hospital the way it looked? I didn't. Especially with how his teammates were reacting and all that. I mean, it I was just, I, terrifying. The, the fear that they had. I mean, and it was fear. No, oh, it he just dropped. Yeah, it was the scariest thing I've seen. In the only thing, I immediately started thinking the worst when I saw him stand up and then just was was gone. First response, and, and I don't, I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, but I, I've just never seen. A guy collapsed like that on the football field. My only thought was they got to him quickly, first response, and he's young and strong, and, you know, fight like hell. Come on, kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, that was that was, that was was my first thought. And, and I was a little perplexed why the ambulance hadn't left the stadium. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you you've always grown up thinking, and you know, something happens. But I think sometimes they have to do certain things to get patients to a point to where they can transport them. And you don't think of that. You think of get to the hospital as fast as you can. And but you know, obviously everybody did a fabulous job 
everybody involved, those first responders, what from the trainers, you know, to the first response, everybody did a, did a fabulous job to get him in a position to where he is right now. And I know he's in critical condition, but you're right, Ward. I mean, it could, you know, <laughs> I don't know. By the grace of God, I guess, huh? Yeah, that's the only explanation. So let's hope that uh, that continues to to progress and and you know we'll we'll see how it goes and I'm sure that well I say I'm sure uh I don't know I mean I don't know when when they'll update his condition and in that type of stuff uh again this is new I mean this is this is this is different this is not like a you know Ward pulled his hamstring. He's yeah, he's two to three weeks. We'll let you know when he's ready. I mean, the, the, I don't know. I mean, and, and I'm not. I don't think anybody else does either. And, and you know, what do you do? And yeah, that's you're shaking. That's I wish people could see you're shaking your head. Yeah, because you don't I, know. It's just it's unbelievable. I I don't I don't know. You're almost at a loss for words, and I know that's awful for our business, but <laughs> it, it's just its so surreal and unbelievable that you, you don't comprehend watching something as horrific as that in a game that we love. Mm-hmm. And... It just you you feel for the young man, the family, teammates, coaching staff, surrounding staff, the Bengals, the NFL. It 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 just it shouldn't happen like that. Look, that was that was a football game mm-hmm. played by played by world-class athletes that are paid to go at each other. Mm -hmm. When that occurred, did you see the unification? Did you see the humanity of the situation? Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw bingo players and and Buffalo Bill players hugging and crying together because because of the situation. The football game didn't mean a darn thing at that point. Nothing. you're in a situation where you're doing something that you love to the highest point that anybody could love anything. And that's why you play the game. But you never expect doing something you love. And, and I know that it, in all reality, it, it happens. But to see life and death on national television on the football field. Yeah. That that doesn't happen. That absolutely doesn't happen. I mean, I don't know that it, 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 we've said it a million times already. I don't know that anybody knew how to react. I mean, the the fans in the stadium, the television crews, us as viewers. Mm-hmm. You just sat there just stunned. I again, hats off to the entire coverage from the studio to 
Joe and Troy to Scott Van Pelt. Yeah. Sidelines. Everybody mm-hmm. handled that about as well as it could be handled last night. There is a respect that needed to be given that mm-hmm. was given with the caveat that you're trying to cover something to deliver some information, but not be a distraction. And if you've ever done that, it's incredibly hard. It's incredibly difficult. And you're right. They handled it with class and dignity and and with compassion. I mean, if you don't think that that hit home, did you hear Lisa's voice? Did you hear Booger McFarland's voice? Mm -hmm. I mean, good gracious. And yet they're on national television trying to give us the latest information, again, in in a manner in which it was respectful to the situation. And again, a situation that they've never come across in their career. No. So they were having to make decisions on the fly as they come, and I'm with you. Uh, I thought thought it was handled about as well as it possibly could with, with respect to being a journalist and with respect to being a human being mm-hmm. and, and having empathy for other humans. And yeah, you're right. Um, they, they did a, uh, I think they did a terrific job. And again, I, I, I don't get, <laughs> And again, I, I turned I, I turned it off. I was monitoring social media. I, t- I, I turned it off because I don't I don't care about the football game. I don't think anybody else did either. There's time for that. Mm. They'll figure that out. They'll figure that out. I mean, there look games are going to be played. Games are going to be played today. I mean, This world will march on and games will football games, basket. I mean, games are going to be played, but at that moment, at that time, the game meant nothing. No, nothing. I mean, it, it just didn't. And, you know, and the timing of stuff and, and it, that meant nothing in my opinion. Uh, CNC collision center text line. Everyone but Skip Bayless was respectful. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That was awful. It was. Only thing. And again, I'm not going to be a Skip Bayless apologist. But he was one of the first ones to tweet out about it. And I'm only thing I can think of is he didn't think it was as severe as it was. I mean, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not assuming anything. But. <laughs> but when he had to it doesn't know. Doesn't matter. He's a bonehead. Well, that's not the first time he's done stuff like that. No. It, you know, and as long as he has a microphone, it won't be the last. Just just the way it is. Yeah. I just, no, no respect. Yeah. Uh, 723. And uh, we would certainly love your opinions on anything that we get to today. Our CNC Collision Center tanks line number is 254 662 1660. 254 662 1660. Those, uh, that is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, the, the Cowboy game, by the way, 
has been set for 325. There's actually three games in that window. Now, how convenient the Eagles and Cowboys play at the very same time. <laughs> it's amazing how that worked out, isn't it? Just the you know strike of the pen. And so you have uh, you have those two games at the 325. There's a third at 325 and then uh, you know so there you go. But uh, the two Saturday games were set. The the window was open for all the games to either be, you know, Saturday or Sunday. They they picked two games for Saturday and then they've got the rest of the games on Sunday and then in in going into Sunday night. So all right, uh, yeah, they put Green Bay on Sunday night. Yeah. Winning in. So Ryan had a great question. Do you want to win the division and possibly get Green Bay? Or do you because I, I don't think you want either one of them, but I mean you got you're gonna have you're to gonna have to take one of them. You're either gonna get Tom Brady or, or I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers. I don't want Aaron Rodgers the way the Packers are playing right now. Yeah, they're and, moving. And Aaron Rodgers is the cowboy killer. So, so, you, so you're, Tom pulling Brady, for, you're Tom, pulling for Philadelphia Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom Brady's never lost to Dallas either. They're both Cowboy killers. <laughs> I go back to that opening game. Are you kidding me already? Think about that one. Tampa Bay beat you on your field on opening night, that opening Thursday. And that's what's separating you from winning the division right now. We were trying to figure out. Can the Cowboys get the bye? And I don't think, you know, head-to-head competition, because if San Francisco beats Arizona, don't you think they will? Yes. They're 13-4. and And should Philadelphia lose to the Giants, which is a distinct possibility now that who knows if – Well, Jalen Hurst doesn't play. Yeah. Definite possibility. Yeah. And Giants are, you know, they played their way in last week. And if the Cowboys beat Washington on the road, then the Cowboys could win the division. Which if the Cowboys can't beat Washington, they need to Don't pack say it up it. anyway. Don't say it. You've seen it happen. I know, but you've Washington's seen it happen. Well, I said fire. here three weeks ago, three I said here three weeks ago said there's no way the Cowboys catch the Eagles. They're, they're going to be the wild card team. They're going to be the number one wild card team. I, I didn't think Jalen Hurts would be out for, for a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just didn't. So uh, we'll get to all that a little later on. And again, forgive us. We're going to, this thing's probably going to go in about 75 different directions this morning. But so be it. Seven, uh, 726. Uh, we will get to some college football. We'll do it in just a couple of minutes with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSports.com. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Current and former players send prayers to Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin following last night's postponement of the Monday night football game in which Hamlin was administered CPR on the field. Details after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. 
Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboys learned yesterday that the league has scheduled the regular season finale at the Washington Commanders for Sunday afternoon kickoff at 325 Central. The anticipation of the final weekend of the regular season is overshadowed by last night's postponement of the Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati Bengals game on Monday Night Football following a truly scary on-field medical emergency. Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed after he had gotten up following a hit on a wide receiver. Hamlin was administered CPR on the field before being taken by ambulance to the local hospital where he was listed in critical condition. The Cowboys organization is sharing messages encouraging prayers for Hamlin. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcarr.com. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The NFL Monday night game was suspended after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest after making a tackle. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to a Cincinnati hospital where he is sedated and in critical condition. Legendary Longhorn baseball coach Cliff Gustafson has passed away at the age of 91. The 23rd-ranked Baylor women try to move to 2-0 in Big 12 Conference play on the road tonight at number 17, Oklahoma. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The early line has TCU, a 13-point underdog to Georgia, in next Monday's College Football National Championship game. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. All right, 731, welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And from CBSSports.com, Shahan Jayaraja. Shahan, good morning. Thank you for your time. Happy New Year. Uh, what what a crazy day yesterday. I mean, you, you had every kind of emotion going. You, you had the thrill of some great college football, and then last night uh, the uh, the situation with Demar 
Hamlin and uh, man, oh man, have you? What what are you what are you feeling this morning? What are your emotions like this morning? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think that uh, we all know that football is a, a physical game and, and things can happen. But, you know, it, I, I got to say, you know, the, the last year, I think, has just been really difficult <laughs> from a football perspective. You know, obviously, uh, we've lost several college football players, uh, no, notably the, the University of Virginia situation. You know, and in the past year, three NFL players have, have unfortunately been lost, including, you know, some daily fans will remember Jeff Gladden, who died in a car accident uh, just a few months ago. It's it's tough and it's sobering. And, you know, it, I think that that obviously, you know, we, we come to sports for entertainment. But uh, don't forget that these are real people with real lives and real families uh, behind the helmets as well. So obviously hoping all the best for DeMar Hamlin and uh, and hope that he makes a full recovery. Jayon, one game left in the college football season. The best bowl game for Shayhan Jayarajal over the bowl season. <laughs> I mean, there have been some bangers. Actually, I, I was going through uh, the, the whole bowl slate so far, and out of the 43 bowl games, 22 of them were decided by one score, and actually 12 of them were decided by less than three points. So it's been that kind of bowl season. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit of a basic answer, but I kind of just feel like it might be the answer. Uh, I, I think that you have to look at the Peach Bowl, you know, with uh, with Georgia finding a way to come back and shock Ohio State. But, you know, to, to get a little bit off board, I, I think that you also have to look back at that Kansas versus Arkansas game in the Liberty Bowl. That was an unbelievable game. Obviously, Kansas goes down big early and comes back to force three overtimes. We get into a two-point shot shootout at the end there I, I mean just a, an incredible incredible game uh, for Kansas to kind of come back and have an opportunity to win that football game so uh, this has been one of the better bowl seasons I feel like we've had in a long time super competitive a lot of great matchups a lot of upsets and uh, but those two really stood apart to me Michigan scores 39 points in the second half and cannot catch TCU Yeah, it's such a strange game that it ended up being, you know, the, the funny thing about it, right, is that you look at the sort of advanced numbers after the game and, you know, they're good at giving us context. Michigan, you, you, well, their success rate running the ball was only 36%, which is one of the lowest rates that they've had all year. TCU is at 62%. It, it's funny. Heading into this game, and you know, I kind of thought that the the pathway to TCU winning this game was going to be explosive plays and limiting uh, kind of down to down opportunities for Michigan. Well, Michigan tried to kind of win that way. You know, you look at uh, the explosive play rate. Uh, Michigan was in the 90th percentile of uh, of explosive plays. TCU only had four explosive plays on the day. You know, they were the team that was winning down to down. Just such a such a weird kind of. Uh, Let's game script in some ways, uh, but but like you said, I mean to to score that many points in the second half, to to have that many opportunities, and to not come away with a win when you're the University of Michigan and you have that great defense is, is pretty unbelievable. So credit to TCU, man. They they obviously uh, played extremely well on the defensive side of the ball, down to down, uh, and offensively. I mean, I don't think that anybody expected them to rush for 263 yards. What about the job that Joseph Gillespie did with that Michigan offense, slowing him down defensively? Looked like he had him confused uh, for most of the ball game, especially in the late in the second half. 
No doubt. And, uh, you know, I, I, something that, that my former colleague Ishmael Johnson pointed out is, look, at, you know, we talk a lot about Jeff Trailer and Joey McGuire as these great former Texas high school coaches. Well, Joe Gillespie won a state championship during his time at Stephenville as a, as a head coach as well. You know, so really, really accomplished guy, really, really smart defensive mind. There was so much talk about how the 3-3-5 that he runs wasn't going to be up for the challenge to, to kind of come in and, and face off against that Michigan offensive line, but it, it stood up to the challenge. You know, uh, the, the defensive line of, of three really was able to get some stops. Uh, D- uh, Demonic Williams, who, who's only a freshman, had some big plays. Dylan Horton was unbelievable off the edge. But like, this is how the three, three, five is supposed to work. You're supposed to be able to come from different angles. You're supposed to be able to confuse an offensive line that maybe would be able to compete with you head up. And, and uh, Joe Gillespie is really one of the best in the country at running that to perfection. Obviously during his time at Tulsa produced numerous NFL players, including David Collins. Uh, and I think that he's off to a great start at TCU. Look, people are going to point to the 45 points allowed, but I, I really want to emphasize that uh, that down to down TC was the much better team on the defensive side of the ball and Michigan relied on gimmicks and explosive plays to create any opportunities that they had it was you know bizarre that they're down there running you know a trick play trying to get in the end zone but that, that's that's what they did uh as far as the the big 12 is concerned does what does this do for the league in general what will it do if they win? What will it do if they lose? Well, I think that just by winning this one game, uh, first of all, I guess a little bit of, uh, you know, the proverbial bunky off the back. I mean, the Big 12 was the only Power 5 league that had yet to win a college football playoff game. Obviously, Oklahoma lost all three of their previous appearances. And for TCU to come in now and compete, I think, is a huge deal long-term for just the perception of the league. And on top of that, I mean, I do have to say, right, in 2021, Texas and Oklahoma decide that they're leaving the league for the Big 12. And since then, uh, you know, Baylor's won a Big 12 championship. They won a college football playoff game. Oklahoma State has won a New Year's Six Bowl. Oklahoma State won the Fiesta Bowl last year. Now TCU obviously coming in and and winning a college football playoff game. Kansas State winning the Big 12. Like, I I think that this is just exactly the way that if you're the Big 12, that you need to kind of come out and, and prove that you have depth in your league. Now, look, I think that the criticism of the Big 12 long term has always been Outside of Texas and Oklahoma, there's nobody else who really is capable of winning a national championship. And when you look at recruiting and and things like that, you know, I think that there's a lot of merit to what people say. But I'll tell you what, if TCU comes through and finds a way to compete with Georgia uh, and and finds a way to beat Georgia and win a national championship for the first time since 1938, I I think that that completely flips the perception of the league on its head. And, And, you know, I think from a branding perspective, obviously the new Big 12 commissioner, Brett Yormark, has talked so much about that idea of branding and being the fun league and being a place where people want to be. I think that absolutely matters. And and by the way, one other thing, too, is that I think that you look at the history of the Big 12 dating back to its creation in 1996. So much of the creation of the league was kind of to appease Texan Oklahoma. Every, you know, every decision was about promoting Texan Oklahoma. Every decision was about how can we feature these two teams and put them in the best position possible. Well, you know, I think that you look at the SEC for uh, as a contrast, right? They have from the beginning, always talked about we are the best league, everyone, 1-14, to we're all the best. You know, the SEC is the best. If you're in the SEC, you're the best. Uh, 
Well, I, I think that it's very fitting that after TCU beat Michigan in the in the, the Fiesta Bowl, that uh, that TCU safeties coach Paul Gonzalez poked his head into the in the post game media room and said, "Make sure they know what conference we're from." I, I think that all of the teams heading forward in this new Big Twelve are very excited to be members of this Big Twelve, and I think that in a way that it never was the case with Texas and Oklahoma, I, I think that all twelve of them are ready to kind of bring forward the entire Big 12 brand and not just necessarily their one school. Was the entire country pulling for Mississippi State? <laughs> I, I think so. I, I, I think so. You know, it's just obviously just such a tough situation, losing your head coach right before a bowl game. And, you know, I think that it's fitting that uh, that Mississippi State did decide to play. I think that Mike Leach would have been very upset if a bowl game was not played because of uh, because of him. And, uh, and you know, obviously such a, such a great game, such a great finish, uh, a magical cover for anybody who bets Mississippi State minus three and a half with that uh, bizarre touchdown at the end on the, on the lateral play. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, there are moments that are obviously bigger than, uh, than football. And I think that, uh, that everybody understands what Mississippi State was going through. And uh, I think that everybody's happy that they found a way to, to win that game. Shayhan, we talk a lot about NIL, transfer portal, everything that's wrong with college football, you know, the money's getting in. We, but I, I don't know if you saw the end of the Rose Bowl when, when Penn State to call the timeout to let Sean Clifford come off the field with the emotion that he showed and with the, the, how, how the fan base just expressed their affection for him. That was pretty good stuff yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like you said, we get so bogged down in talking about this off-field stuff. I mean, the reality is, I, I mean, I don't think that anybody would feel one way or another if, if Sean Clifford, uh, you know, made a little bit more money during his career or not, right? I mean, this is not about, you know, what's happening off the field. This is about what's happening on the field. And I think you look at the sport right now, and, and like I mentioned, all those bowl games, right? It's 22 of 43 bowl games decided by one score, uh, 12 of 43 decided by less than three points. Now you have TCU in the, in, in the national championship game. You have the two most exciting semifinals ever. Like we can talk all day uh, about recruiting and, and NIL and player empowerment and transfer portals. But the reality is, I think that the product right now in college football is at an unbelievable place. And, uh, you know, you have these great, great, great stories like a Sean Clifford, like Max Duggan, like, I, I mean, even, even somebody like Caleb Williams, I think that he's been an unbelievable story in college football this year. So, you know, look, it, it can be a little bit of a business, uh, you know, more than maybe it was before when things are off the field, but uh, when the, when the the games start, when the lights are on, the sixty minutes in between the lines, I think that this sport is in an unbelievable place. You think that Leak and Riley might be asked to look at a little bit more on the defensive side of the ball with his staff? <laughs> I'll tell you, what, I, I was a little surprised that when he went to USC that he kept Alex Grinch. And, and I want to be clear, I, I don't even think Alex Grinch is a bad coach. Like I think that he did unbelievable stuff during his stint at Washington State, and he was pretty good during his time at Ohio State as well. But like it's clearly not working. Right? Like it's, it's just clearly one of those things where – uh, you know, regardless of how good you are, regardless of, of what you're capable of, it's just like a marriage that's not working. And, and so for obviously this to happen, this was actually 
the third loss for USC this season, and in, and in all three of their losses this season, they gave up leads of more than 14 points, which is just an unbelievable accomplishment, obviously, uh, for, for USC's defense. And look, I mean, this is not going to be the best and deepest defense that USC has during their time in Los Angeles. Uh, this is obviously a first-year defense that's kind of cobbled together. But to, to continuously have that kind of thing happen, I think, is just really frustrating and really kind of unacceptable. And so, you know, if, if I'm Lincoln Riley, right, like I, I think it's partially an Alex Grinch issue, but I think that Lincoln Riley probably needs to look a little bit inwards as well and figure out, look, how am I structuring my team? What, one thing I always wonder about with some of these offensive coaches, and I'll throw, you know, Ohio State and Ryan Day into that as well, is how are you structuring practice? Are you structuring practice in such a way that your team is building physicality, that your team is, is getting live reps and tackling to the ground and all that sort of stuff? You know, how, how can you do things differently to maybe prepare your defense just a little bit better? Because you can have the greatest, uh, you know, quarterbacks and offenses of all time. But the, the reality is, I think that, uh, that Lincoln Riley's probably not going to win a national championship if he can't find a way to at least put his defense in a position to succeed. And so far he hasn't. 32 of those 46 points for Tulane coming in the second half. I'll just say that. Uh, final thought for you. Uh, does the magical ride for Sonny Dykes in his first year continue? You know, I, I think that uh, I, I think that it's going to be a really good matchup. I, I think that TCU uh, – well, let me say this. Georgia is not 2021 Georgia. I, I think that we have to kind of look past that. You know, you, you watch what they did against Ohio State, and that was a shootout. That was a, a game where their offense had to come out and win the game. And, and so I, I don't think that this is – the same kind of dominant Georgia defense that nobody can move the ball against like maybe it was last year. And so I think TCU has a chance to be able to run the ball just a little bit, especially in the quarterback run game. Uh, obviously I'm going to be keeping an eye on whether Kendra Miller is back healthy for uh, the game next week. But, uh, you know, I, I do think they can compete. I do think that they'll be able to move the ball. Uh, the biggest question for me is going to be, look, how do you, uh, how do you try to scheme out those tight ends? We don't necessarily know if Darnell Washington's going to be playing in this game after suffering an ankle injury, but Brock Bowers will be. And Brock Bowers is the biggest mismatch in college football. And I don't necessarily think that TCU has a guy who's built to take away Brock Bowers. So I, I think that's going to actually be the bigger question for me is can TCU find ways to take away those game-breaking tight ends? Uh, and offensively, can they stay on the field? Can they move the ball down the field? And can they go over the top of that Georgia defense? I, I don't think it's impossible. Thir 13 is, is way too big of a line for me. I would probably have it somewhere in the five to six range. Georgia's going to be the favorite, but, but I absolutely think that TCU is capable of winning this football game. Jayhan, what are you working on for CBSSports.com today? Yeah, so uh, we're going to have some stuff up, uh, obviously previewing the national championship coming out in the next couple of days, some stuff about the, the biggest keys facing the game, and also some season recap content as well. So make sure and keep an eye out for all of that at CBSSports.com. Jayhan, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. Jayhan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com. Uh, we were talking – just a couple of minutes ago, obviously, about TCU. Uh, Ward, how about how about uh, Quentin Johnston? He had six catches for 163 yards and a touchdown. Had a nice, nice day. Yeah, MVP. So, yeah, good stuff. That Temple Wildcat. There you go. He played well. Yeah, indeed he did. Uh, 747, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And,
You know, there's a great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. You could say big on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition with uh, great values up to $7,000 and and uh, it's $7,250 rather, plus $500 bonus cash for first responders. That's just one of the great vehicles that they've got going on at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Ted Teague and his staff ready to talk to you. They can talk to you about a new vehicle. They can talk to you about a pre, pre-owned vehicle. Of course, if you need service, they got an award-winning service department. It's a complete dealership. It's a dealership that wants to not only sell you a vehicle, because that's look, that's what they're in business to do, but they also they want to create that relationship, that long-term relationship, that family relationship where you you keep coming back and then you bring your kids and they keep coming back. That's the goal for Ted Teague and his staff, and that's what they've done so far uh, in in their time uh, it, over at the at the new location over on uh, Loop Three Forty. And uh, just check them out. I mean, I think you're going to love doing business with uh, with Ted Teague and his staff. It is Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play Tuesday, headed to Norman to take on OU. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor OU women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. 
Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitam Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The NFL Monday night game was suspended after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest after making a tackle. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to a Cincinnati hospital where he is sedated and in critical condition. Legendary Longhorn baseball coach Cliff Gustafson has passed away at the age of 91. The 23rd-ranked Baylor women try to move to 2-0 in Big 12 Conference play on the road tonight at number 17, Oklahoma. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The early line has TCU, a 13-point underdog to Georgia, in next Monday's College Football National Championship game. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. 7.53, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ron, we're glad you're with us Tuesday morning. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, well, uh, if Dallas doesn't lose to Jacksonville or Green Bay, they win it. Well, yeah, but, I mean, can't the Eagles say if they don't lose their starting quarterback that they win it? So, uh, it is what it is, and it comes. It, it, it is interesting, Ward, that it comes down – the divisional championship does come down to the final game of the season. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't see that happening. No, I didn't either. I, you know, but again, as you just pointed out, you didn't expect Jalen Hurts to go down for three weeks. Yeah, and, and could be longer. I mean, there's no guarantee he's in the lineup Sunday. Uh, I think he's going. They're going to do everything they can to get him back on the field. But look, do you do you risk further injury when the bigger picture is the playoffs? Whether you're at home or on the road or whatever, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I don't. I mean, I don't think you risk anything until he's ready to go. Yeah, I think he has to be a hundred percent ready to go before you put him back on the field. So we'll see. Uh, here's uh, from the two five four. Good morning. I listen every single morning since retiring last year. I want to comment on the critical moment in last night's NFL game. Nate Burleson from CBS Mornings was interviewing someone this morning whose name I, I, I can't recall, this idiot took, the, took that moment to criticize the NFL commissioner for waiting so long to, to call off the game. I don't think when he, called, when he called off the game had or has any bearing on this young man's critical life-threatening situation. I think he just used that moment on live TV to take a knock at the commissioner. I totally think it was wrong time for his comment. What, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, and I, I said it earlier, it doesn't matter. None of that. None of that matters. There's time for all that. Mm-hmm. None of that matters except for Demar Hamlin's situation. What his situation was last night. What his situation is today, this morning. Uh, 
I think it was handled about as good as it could have been. Again, they're walking down a path that they've never walked down before. And, and you said it, I think, this morning that they had to make sure everything was Look, they had to, they had by cell phone had to talk to the coaches and and get everything figured out. Uh, they you know they had to gather their information. They're in New York. They're getting their information by cell phone from somebody on the ground back at the stadium. Uh, so and then I think the decision was made long before the release uh, that came out. They had you know they had to put the release together. I mean, look, we saw the video. We saw the video of, of the two coaches in the tunnel using a representative from the NFL's office and, and talking to somebody, and I'm going to presume it was assistant commissioner, commissioner. I don't know who it was. You know, we're not privy to that information, but you saw it. You saw those two. The timing of this thing, to me, it, and if you're critical of it, fine. That's your opinion. But be critical of it later. There's a time and a place for everything, and, and this I, wasn't I really it. don't know how you could be critical. I, of I don't it. either, but everybody has their own opinion. So, you know, but m- my point is, no one. We, everything should have been and should be right now about about Demar Hamlin. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Not the game. Not the standings. Not the implications. How do they play the game? When do they play the game? Oh, there's a time and a place for all that, right? But right this, not now. <laughs> Sorry, not now. Uh, 7.57. Anything you want to add? I mean, do you agree? Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I, You know, you're going to have, and there were several that were more interested in, hey, what are we going to do here? Let's get this on. What, none of that. You couldn't, you couldn't force the issue no matter what your role in that issue was until you let the thing play out a little bit better and you had a more understanding of what was going on. I, I think when the two coaches came together on the field after they'd say, hey, let's, you know, we've got five minutes. We were told we have five minutes from here. And the two coaches kind of looked across the field, and they came walking up to each other, and they made a decision. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that five minutes is going to do it here. I, I need to regroup, and I, I thought that was a great move on both of their parts to get their teams in the locker room, away from cameras, and understand that there was something much more important than football going on that they needed to have the time to self-absorb and, and be around just each other at that moment. And I, I, I thought that was a great job by both coaches to say, hey, you know, let's let's just get – Get out of here for a minute. And then the NFL, during that whole time, was going through the process. And to think that it needed to be hurried up from anybody is absolutely insane. There's a lot of moving parts 
that they had to endure to make sure that they were able to, in everybody's best interest, and up most importantly, in the players' best interest, what to do at that point and how to attack it at that point. Did you see the players when this occurred? There's no way they were in a position to where they could have played a football game. They were, I mean, to a man, to a coach, to an official, to a, everybody on that football field was in a mental position to where they couldn't play the football game. They were, they were devastated over a, over a, over a teammate. They were devastated over a, a fellow NFL player. If you're Cincinnati, I mean, you saw the Cincinnati players reaching out to the, to the Buffalo players. In the sincerity that you saw between it, look, it was about a human. It wasn't about a, a an opponent. It was t- it was about a human, mm-hmm. and they were just weren't in a position to play football. They just weren't. No, so, nor nor did they need to. No, no. Seven fifty nine. Uh, let's bring in John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, my name's Cameron Check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball back in action tonight on the road in Big 12 play. Headed to Norman, we'll give you details. Plus, the Baylor men home tomorrow hosting TCU. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball coming off their conference opening 64-42 win over TCU in the Farrell Center on Saturday. Now a fairly quick turnaround. They play tonight in Norman against the Oklahoma Sooners. It's a matchup between number 23 Baylor and number 17 Oklahoma Another strong test early in the conference schedule, says head coach Nikki Collin. Now the welcome that we're going to get in Norman is going to be different. You know, it's like put your track shoes on and and you're not allowed to be tired, you know, because they just play. You know, the closest thing I'll say to it is, and we actually covered this up, but one probably could have shot it. Um, Caitlin got a transition layup and, and maybe should have been an and one and she's laying on the floor, and they take the ball out, and they're running back at us. 
Oklahoma does not care if you score. It's how fast can we get it out and score on you. And so you can't celebrate. And there is no celebrating. Celebrations happen at timeouts and end of quarters, you know, and when you win a basketball game. Um, because they play just as fast off misses and as on makes as they do on misses. So do I hope? Um, I think we're going to take any win. I think any win in the Big 12 is a good win. you got to protect your home court. Um, you know, but I, I just really think it comes down to it's a whole different pace. Um, they're, they're super, super confident, you know, and their one loss um, was a back-to-back, -back, which, you know, um, when they played at BYU and at Utah. And Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball, 10-3 and three on the season, 1-0 in Big 12 conference play. Take on the Oklahoma Sooners tonight in Norman on the air at 5.30, tip-off at 6, right here on ESPN Central Texas Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Meanwhile, Baylor men's basketball has the Big 12's newcomer of the week in freshman guard Keontae George, who averaged 18.5 points per game in two games last week. The Bears back in action tomorrow night, a goal-gold conference home opening game against TCU, 8 p.m. in the Farrell Center tomorrow. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. 805, welcome into Hour 2 of the program. This is game time. Tom and Ward. Ryan, we're glad you're with us here on this Tuesday morning as uh, we continue to, to monitor the uh, DeMar Hamlin situation and any updates uh, we get, uh, we'll pass along to you. We welcome into the program uh, Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning and Happy New Year, buddy. Good morning, Tommy. I appreciate you giving me an extra day and I guess 30 <laughs> minutes uh, sleep uh, today, so I appreciate that. Hey, well, yeah, we, we thought with all the partying you did that we probably need to <laughs> bounce it back a day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let yeah, you recover. Ryan, mine was pretty quiet other than the fireworks and the dog barking. I, I had a pretty quiet New Year's Eve. I swear, in my neighborhood, I, I, I thought somebody was firing a cannon, not, not firecracker. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. crazy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, and I thought—I don't know. Growing up, I thought it was just Fourth of July. <laughs> I don't—I don't remember that much fireworks on New Year's Eve. But anyway, it was—it was pretty loud. There you go. Uh, let's yeah. start with football first. Uh, TCU Horned Frogs representing the Big Twelve oh into the championship yeah. game. That uh, was crazy. I, you know, that's what I was thinking about this weekend, and really the whole bowl season. It's been really good. Um, there's only been a couple of clinkers or a few clinkers and, and I happen to witness one of them, but man, there were, there have been so many good games down to the wire comebacks. Uh, you know, not that we've ever seen a comeback like that in the cotton bowl. Right. Um, but yeah, I, TCU's win was huge for the league. Um, you know, huge for the league moving forward. You know, um, when you, when you think about the teams that are going to be left, TCU's one of those teams. And, uh, yeah, great win for them and, and uh, you know, obviously a big test for them against Georgia. But, man, uh, what a job Sonny Dykes has done. Jerry, how competitive is this men's basketball conference in the Big 12 right now? 
It's crazy, Ward. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, I think five or six ranked teams. Uh, you know, Scott's mentioned it a couple of times, but at one point, Joe Lenardi had the whole league in the NCAA tournament field. And I think in his last one, he had nine in and Oklahoma State as one of the uh, uh, first four out. So that's how good the league is. And it's going to be that way every night where you're, you're going to see a lot of you know, one possession, single digit uh, differences in the games. And, uh, you know, Baylor obviously struggled in its opener on the road. And, and that's, you know, when you look at it, they've had two true road games and, and both of those have not ended well with the, with the road trip to Marquette and then at Iowa state, uh, you know, the other night. So uh, they've got to figure things out on the road. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I think the league is unbelievable. I think you're going to have that every night. Baylor turned it over 19 times, and they can ill afford to do that and, and, and win basketball games on the road. Yeah, it was turning it over 19 times. It was the defense giving, uh, you know, allowing 50%. And really, Tom, when you look at it, when you kind of analyze that box score and everything, the thing that stands out is uh, Iowa State, which is not a very good three-point shooting team or wasn't coming into the game. They go 10 for 23, and Baylor goes 5 for 22. Baylor lost by 15, and if you add those up, I know it's hard mathing this early in the morning, but that's a 15-point difference. So Baylor, as a guard-oriented team, can't allow the other team to shoot three-point range and shoot more three-pointers, make more three-pointers than they do. That That's not a good recipe for, for victory if you're Baylor. If they – look – Coaches will tell you you can play defense. Defense is about effort and all that good stuff. But you're going to have days where you don't shoot well. Where does the offense come from if they are having, you know, an off day or an off night shooting from from outside? Where does where does the offense come from? Well, you hope with, you know, really four or five guards out there that, you know, not all of them are going to have a bad night. And, I you know, and that was a little bit of the case. In that game, you know, just not enough guys were on. Um, uh, Adam Flagler, I think, had a good first half. Didn't do much in the second half at all. Um, so, yeah. And I then mean, flip it. Keontae the George one had one point in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Bridges is a guy that you got from West Virginia that, you know, you really felt like he was going to kind of plug in there. And, you know, on those nights when maybe the guards aren't making, Jalen steps up. Now, he scored 12 in that game. At, you know, ends with six or 10, but he was 0 for 2 from three. And that's what, I mean, two years ago, he was one of the leaders in the conference in three-point shooting percentage. So, and, and he had a good game a couple of games ago. So I, I think he's a guy that could still come on. Caleb Lohner can give you some points inside. Uh, Josh, you're doing, yeah, I butchered that one. Um, Josh, I think, is a guy that can, you know, step up and give you some more points inside. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, when you start three and then you bring, you know, Dale Bonner and Langston Love off the bench, you know, you would think of those five guys, you're going to have two or three that are on and, and, and there's not going to be many nights where all of them are off. Things don't get easier tomorrow night with TCU coming into town after beating Texas Tech over, over the weekend. This is a good frog team. Yeah. I mean, this is, like you said, this is a tough tough game and and then you then you turn right around and and play Jerome Tang's K-State team that's off to a 12 and 1 start. Again, that league is just that good. I mean, you're going to face this every night. And yeah, TCU 
<clears throat> TCU under Jamie Dixon has done an unbelievable job, and and you know they're now ranked and they're ranked higher than Baylor. And I think I saw from some some note that uh, this is the first time ever that uh, both teams have been ranked in the same game. So uh, good matchup uh, tomorrow night at the Farrell Center with TCU coming to town. Tonight, uh, the Baylor women are on the road at Oklahoma. We'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, give me your thoughts on on the uh, on the game with TCU. I mean, that was that was a dogfight until Baylor blew them out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a dogfight until it wasn't. It was a six point game going into the fourth quarter, and then you know the women just kind of turned it on. I think they started the quarter with a fifteen zero run and outscored them twenty seven to eleven that quarter. So um, you know, I I don't know what why it took so long to get it going but uh and i guess the kind of constant and it was baylor continued to play defense they weren't <clears throat> they weren't scoring a lot um you know and, and tcu's kind of a frustrating team to play uh particularly if you want to go um because they're gonna they're gonna use just about every bit of that shot clock and, and you know you've got to play defense for all you know the whole time and, uh, you know, so, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, wasn't the, wasn't the best game um, for the Bears. But, you know, as as Nikki said in the postgame, I think any any win in the Big 12 is, is good. And particularly when you look at who they've got still on the bench with Asia Blackwell not back from her injury and then Dre Edwards, I, I'm not sure that they're going to get her academically eligible. So uh, those two sitting on the bench, two potential All-Americans, it's a tough go, but uh, I, I did think it was a good win against TCU. I think TCU is going to win some games in the league. What do they have to do against Oklahoma, a team that likes to run the floor? Yeah, it's and that's kind of what I wrote in my preview award is that, um, you know, you're going from, uh, you know, a real patient slowdown attack that TCU has to, I mean, Oklahoma just gets it and goes and, and, and they're going to, they're going to run and they're going to shoot threes and, and they're averaging almost 90 points a game. They scored 97, 98 against uh, West Virginia. So um, this is a team that can score. So you've got to play defense. And I think that's something Baylor has done pretty well for the most part. I think Arizona, you know, they didn't play well against them. But for the most part, this team has played defense. So I think that helps. Um, Oklahoma is just a really experienced, older team with two fifth-year seniors in Taylor Robertson and Matty Williams. So – it's a tough matchup, you know, against a team, uh, against a Baylor team that uh, doesn't have that kind of experience. Um, you know, they do have the Caitlin Bickle and Jamie Asbury's been around for a while. But uh, for the most part, this is a pretty young Baylor team, you know, having two, three freshmen in the in the rotation. You, you mentioned Asia Blackwell a moment ago. Do we have an update there? Have not seen anything. Have not heard anything. Um, you know, I – my my guess is that it's going to be a while and you know Nikki I think I asked the question about uh, Dre the other day and and she said well I'm going to let her talk about that so that didn't sound that sounded a little ominous because um, she said something about you know this is her career so I'm going to let her but you know obviously we haven't heard from Dre I haven't seen that on Twitter or anything so but my guess would be that she's probably out this year um, but Asia I I haven't heard an update. Um, I I don't think it was it wasn't the knee this time. So um, maybe she comes back. Uh, hopefully she gets back in in a couple of weeks and and she helps them because she she would be really key down the stretch if they can add that piece to the puzzle. Well, let's be honest. It was a piece that that 
Nikki Collins was counting on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you looked at going into this year and what she brought in, uh, Asia Blackwell was one of the big, you know, if not the key, one of the biggest keys. You know, when you lose Melissa Smith and, and Queen Egbo uh, and Jordan Lewis, you know, three WNBA draft picks, when you lose that, you've got to bring in some players that can help you immediately. And Asia Blackwell was one of those. So, yeah, you've lost, you know, like I said, I think it was probably your biggest piece of the puzzle. And then Dre, uh, I, I do think she was one that was going to really help you. Uh, she's a great rebounder and, and, you know, unbelievable, you know, inside like that. So they're missing both of those. And, and, you know, like you said, I, I think she had a good idea that, that Dre might not be, you know, available at least through that fall semester, but you'd like to have her now, but yeah, Asia was one you were definitely counting on and, and was, you know, while she was healthy was a, big part of that rotation obviously all right what are you working on i don't know tommy it's new <laughs> year's you know i, I figure I, t- I tell you what the last couple of weeks has been good since the bowl game to have a little downtime but now we now we get into you know basketball it's, it's going to be four basketball games basically a week and, and then you're going to have all the you know other things starting and, and football um i was glad to see them you know finally nail down the defensive coordinator and and the linebackers coach it was good to see them feel that but you know as you've seen in the transfer portal stuff's going on all the time so going to try to follow that and and uh here we go you mentioned that and, and yeah he they moved somewhat quickly to get that done and yeah. and, and went in turn to a a familiar name and a familiar voice and, yeah. and somebody familiar to the staff and familiar to him quite frankly yeah, I mean, Matt Pallage, uh, you know, I thought he did a phenomenal job, particularly in that, uh, you know, 2021 Big 12 championship and Sugar Bowl championship season. He was a key part of that with, you know, particularly coordinating the special teams, which were so good that year. I mean, obviously, you had Tristan Ebner as a return guy, but, you know, the whole special teams were so good. And he was the safeties coach, and those guys were great. And those were two areas of concern, you know, or just really weaknesses this year. Um, so I think Matt comes in and helps that, um, you know, I think he's probably the guy that Dave had in mind when he made that move was, and, and I think it happened like maybe the day after Oregon's bowl game. So Matt had been the co DC at Oregon, uh, for a year and then he brought him back. And, you know, like you said, Dave has a history with him and, you know, a Texas guy. Um, so I think he's going to be a good recruiter as well, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was a really good pickup, to bring him back as the defensive coordinator and then Christian Robinson, a guy that's been, well, he spent his whole career in the SEC, but last year at Auburn and then the four years prior to that at Florida. So, uh, and again, I think another really good recruiter. So I think you, you added to that staff, to the recruiting staff with those two guys. Jerry, as always, it's a pleasure. Uh, you, you know, I don't think you have anything till, till, 5.30 or so, 6 o'clock tonight. So roll back over and right. get a nap, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Jerry Hill, uh, the uh, Director of Sports Journalism at uh, at Baylor University. We like to call it sometimes a view from the hill. So, I mean, you never know. All right. Uh, it is uh, 8 19 after 8. We are uh, presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe at 2003 South Loop 340. In that brand new location, 
that brand spanking new facility that is just unbelievable. They've also still got their location down in Bryan. But uh, the showpiece, make no mistake, it's 2003 South Loop 340, uh, Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. And, uh, man, you'll find uh, great uh, great customer service with tremendous low prices and, and everything you expect from from Pioneer Steel and Pipe. The Emery's, uh, Braden and John and the entire family, four generations of serving Central Texans, and they've got to, they they do it with quality and reliability, and and that's what they're built on. They offer a, a great selection of metal roofs. They also stock a large variety of panels and and colors to ensure your satisfaction when picking that new roof. They also offer structural steel and pipe, sheet and expanded metal culverts and gates and H braces and fence posts and uh, the list goes on and on. They got a million, no, not a million, two, over 2,000, though, uh, items for you do-it-yourselfers uh, and, uh, you know, bolts and nuts and washers and all that stuff. You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, and Saturdays 8 until noon. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and you can always check them out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. So let me uh, ask this right off the top. We were talking about it earlier. When I think of you, I, th- I think Billy Clyde Gillespie. But everything listed now is just Billy Gillespie. Uh, is Has the Clyde gone away for the most part? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. He knows what people write or say. <laughs> that's never been a concern, but, but either one of those are okay for me. I got you. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feed in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. 
Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 24. This is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. That's the wrong Stephanie music. <laughs> I know. It's not It's a my rotator. Jam. Yeah, well, we need you need to be better. Yeah, let's find me a good song, Tom. <laughs> oh, holler Tom. Tom's not flipping those switches and turning those knobs. He's the man on the steel wheels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ryan. We'll I'll do better later. next time, Ward. Man, <laughs> holler Ryan. Don't holler Tom. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan, we'll talk later. Okay. All right. Uh, Baylor women in action tonight against Oklahoma. 530 for the pregame. Six o'clock tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hmm. Now we turn our attentions to Stephanie. Good morning. Happy 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So, Stephanie, how'd you <laughs> how'd you spend? Did you have a big party New Year's? We went over to the neighbors for a bit. Did the neighbors? Do you do you know your neighbors? Yes, I know my neighbors. Do they know you? Yeah, she absolutely. Just, she they just do. showed up at her neighbor's house. They're like, "Who in the heck are you?" No, it's my neighbor with all the cows. Ah. And then my neighbors with the real chickens came over too. So it was good. And of course, my man was the there. real chickens, opposed to the not real chickens, the oh. preserved chickens that are like in the in the grocery store. You know, eggs, real eggs. This is definitely eggs, like that. real eggs. Yeah, you know. Are there any other kind? All eggs are real, aren't they? They are real, but the ones that are straight from the chicken are different than the ones that you get in the store. They taste different. They, they do? do really. I did a taste test. No, dude, they did. <laughs> no hang on. I want. I, hang on. I, 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 I'm. What did you come up with? That the ones from the chicken, straight from the chicken, taste better than the ones that you buy in the store. So the ones from the store don't come from a chicken. They come from a chicken, but they're not like coming from the chicken, like straight from the chicken. They have to go through. Stop. They have to go through like a, what do you call those things? Assembly line or something. Before they get to the chicken? 
No, they come out of the chicken into the assembly line into the egg carton. When you're just getting it from the chicken on the farm, you just pick it up and eat it while you cook it. <laughs> Look at Tom's face. Tom is like, what is happening? Speaking of eating. Yeah. I ate my black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. So today's topic is. Uh-huh. This 2023, and the Nathan's Hot Dog Championship is coming up July the 4th. Well, it's only six months away. So you have time to train. So any of you out there that want to be a professional eater, I'm going to give you some tips. Number one. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Number one. Every day you need to drink a gallon of water. You should do that anyway, shouldn't you? Well, you're supposed to, but I guess this is like... You should really do this because it'll help you um, expand your stomach. You could also drink diet soda. I don't know why why that would expand your stomach except for maybe the sodium. Watermelon and cabbage. Okay. Number two. In addition to that, you need to eat a keto diet or a low-calorie diet every day, Mm -hmm. especially when you're not competing. Number three. (laughs) Be sure to work out. <laughs> yeah, because if you're going to eat a lot and not work out. Get this. A normal person's stomach is the size of a small football. And when you eat, it can expand up to 15%. Of okay. The, okay. A professional eater stomach, three times that. It's already three times that or it expands three it times? It expands three times that. No, everyone's stomach is the same size, I think. Until you put food in it, and then it just expands. But a professional eater, like Joey Chestnut, he's a small guy, right? And he's like the world. So you have to train your stomach muscles to expand. And your esophagus. Mm. I'm not doing it. Sounds like a lot of work. But the the first eating championship competition this year of 2023 is in Vegas on January the 15th, and it is the Seagull Bagel Men's World Bagel Eating Championship. Oh, you eat bagels and cream cheese, however many you can, I believe, in six minutes. And if you get first place, it's $3,500. Second is 2000 And third place is 1250 No. I bagels don't like and cream cheese? Ooh. Ooh, that's like. I love bagels with cream cheese. Oh, of course you do, Ryan. I would rather have, like, cream cheese on well, crackers or what something. Do you- I don't like bagels. So when, is, when's is it, the donut eating contest? That's I looked at that. It's coming up. Is look, it, Tom. See, I'm up. excited now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Tom just. <laughs> I think it's kind of like I don't think that is until like October, November. So you have time to train. Tom. I don't need to train for that. <laughs> You're I'm you ready. In. I'm in. I'm Let's entering go. you. Yeah. I'm entering you into yeah. it. You have to go to New York though. I think it's in New York. I'll find out for sure. Yeah. But anyways. Those are your tips for the day. So if anyone wants to be a professional eater, that's what you need to do. And they say also. How much money can you make being a professional eater? Think about it. If you're making $3,500 a contest, depending. I mean, you can make some money. Is it the bagels y'all don't like or the cream cheese? The bagels. That's a whole lot of carbs. I'll eat the cream cheese. I mean, it's not that I don't like them. I don't want to stuff myself with cream oh. cheese and bagels. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I get, I get that. Well, see, y'all hurt his feelings. Yeah. He, he his was feelings like, aren't well, hurt. Yes, it, they, I love bagels. And, and, you you love just, bagels. and y'all just dis, disrespected his bagels. And I was having a great morning, too. You know, bagels are not my go-to. No, I no, like Cocoa Puffs. Either. I like Cocoa Puffs. And I'm telling you. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I can what do is it. the slogan for Cocoa Puffs? Cuckoo. Cuckoo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. Anyways, well, go there you go. Something. All right, y'all have a great Monday. See, Happy 2023. Oh, how about how about a Tuesday? Should they have a good Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday, right? Yeah. 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 Oh gosh, I'm so behind now. Yeah. Why you're ahead? You didn't come hang out with us yesterday. <laughs> I was here yesterday morning. Where were y'all? Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Taking a nap? Well, we were I smart. Know. I had things to do. Yeah. All right. Were you standing in here by yourself with the headphones on? Going, I was Where trying is everybody? to figure out how to work the board. I was going to start <laughs> start my own jam, start talking for, you know, 15 minutes. You don't stop. <laughs> whatever. Oh, whatever. Thanks, Steph. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye. All right. We'll see you. 831, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, and he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes? Look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump. Maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. So cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacommotion.com slash hitches. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The NFL Monday night game was suspended after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest after making a tackle. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to a Cincinnati hospital where he is sedated and in critical condition. Longtime University of Texas baseball coach Cliff Gustafson has passed away at the age of 91. Coach Gus led the Longhorns to two national championships. The 23rd-ranked Baylor women try to move to 2-0 in Big 12 Conference play on the road tonight at number 17, Oklahoma. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC Highlanders move to 12-3 on the season with a 73-59 win over Angelina. The 8th-ranked MCC Highlassies are on the court at the Highlands at 5.30 this afternoon against Midland. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, it's 835. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we continue to uh, monitor the condition of Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin in critical condition after suffering Cardiac arrest uh, collapsed on the field. Uh, they restored a heartbeat, transferred him to the hospital, and uh, he is listed in critical condition at a, a Cincinnati hospital. And again, if you're just joining us, thoughts and prayers with he and his family. And uh, it just, I don't know, Ward, it was, we, we talked about it this morning, but it was, I, I don't know, I don't know how you, how you put it into words. I mean, we, we talked for a living and, and my mouth just fell open when I saw that last night. And uh, you, you just trying to process it all. I mean, it's, you don't see it and you don't really know how to respond to it. And other than, other than, you know, drop to your knees and, and say a prayer for this young man. Very difficult to, to comprehend the emotions of his family, the emotions of his teammates, the emotions of his NFL mates, coaches. I mean, it's again, it's a it's a game that you play with passion and love and you never you never expect to see something this raw stare you in the face. And we did last night. Yeah. And and look, everybody's emotions are different. Uh, But you saw, you saw two, not one, you saw two football teams that were devastated last night. Devastated. I mean, the raw emotion you saw from both teams was, was unbelievable. And, And again, there was, there was absolutely no way, even if you could, there was no way that those two teams could could continue to play that football game. They just weren't in a a mental place to be able to do that and play a meaningful football game and play with with you know look you got to play the game with passion. And, and the only thing that they were thinking about was that young man that was being taken to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So playing the football game was. That that just wasn't going to happen, and so you you continue to hope and pray that Demar Hamlin is, uh, you know, your your thoughts and your prayers are with him as 
as he uh, is being attended to this morning at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Uh, 8, 839 from our CNC Collision Center text line. Good morning. I have a question for y'all. What is making the Baylor football players want wanting to transfer all, all of a sudden? Not just Baylor football players. It's everybody yeah. across the nation. It's, it's too easy. Um, it's, it's I want to find a better spot for me right now. It's NIL money. It's tampering. There's so many factors that go into the transfer portal because of the free-for-all that it is that it's not going to slow down. It's going to get worse. I was talking to a – I'm not even going to say – somebody in the know. I'll just go that way. Uh, and they said the tampering now is out of control. That somehow, some way, they you know, college football – and college football administrators have got to get tampering under control. And by the way, uh, I don't know how you can. I don't either. But somehow, you you, you know, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, but there was a, a – somebody had recommended that you just basically get the thing, start all over, and, and have a new governing body and a new set of rules just for college football. And that may have to be the way you go. Say, okay, that's how you guys did it in the past, but here's how we're going to do it moving forward. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking out loud, and I think – but some you got to start the discussion someplace. It's got to start. By the way, uh, S- S- Snacks Johnson entered the portal last night from Baylor. He is, the, I believe, the seventh player. Sixth. Seventh. Oh, he is the seventh? Yes. Uh, he's the seventh player to enter the portal. And the average team in college football, it's nine. It's nine. So I mean, and, and that's think about that. Not over over nine players, on average, leave their team and enter the portal. It's you're well, roster. Some guys out there that are on their fourth team. Yeah. So when you, you look, it's 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 the way of college football now. Mm-hmm. Just know that that's what's going to happen. And so when you look, which and look at the the the, the roster, Baylor's got a couple of linemen coming in. They got a wide receiver coming in. They got a running back coming in. It's just you're going to recruit high school kids, but you're also going to recruit that portal. Well, it's making it very difficult for high school kids. It's much harder to come from high school to Division One football than it ever has been. Why do you think that is? Because of the transfer portal. Because coaches are looking for help right now, not wanting to say, hey, I, I got this many scholarships for freshmen. Mm-hmm. Unless you're uber talented, you're the one that's going to get the shot. It's not going to be a take a chance on so-and-so now. Well, part of that is if we don't win yesterday – we're not going to get a chance That's, tomorrow. No, it's not part of it. That's all of it. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and the transfer portal is a viable option to get help right now because when you have one exit, you got to fill that void. And you got to fill that void with somebody that can get on the field sooner than later. And that's why the transfer portal is going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. And there's nothing 
that you're going to do to to stop that tampering or hey, I got to go find a quarterback. I got to go find a left tackle. I got to go find a defensive lineman. I got to go find a linebacker. Well, you're not going to go look at the high school ranks for that. I mean, you're going to go take some that that can fill out your roster, but you're looking for immediate help. It's not going to be found at the high school ranks. It's going to be found in the transfer portal. So that's where you're going to go shop. But eventually you're going to run out of players in that portal. I mean, if, if you're not taking high are school you? kids. Are well, you? Where are they coming from? You, you go find them. I mean, it, there, it, there's it, where the tampering lies. Yeah. Hey, you're not happy there. I got more NIL money over here for you to come play linebacker for me. But eventually all those players Never are going to run out. Never. Okay. <laughs> they got to to be able to go into the portal. You got to come from someplace. I mean, well, they're even okay. high school players are going to get, but they're not going to get. Well, I, I'm, I'm talking about you. the incoming freshmen each and every year. It's difficult for them. You're, you're, you're never, it's never going to balance out. All right. We're up against the clock. Boy, it's a great conversation. 844, 16 away from nine. And we are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts, where you can buy a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, a holiday gift, whatever kind of gift. And maybe just a gift for just because you can do that at Morrison's Gifts. They've been in business since 1979. How do you do that? How do you keep the doors open since 1979? Well, it's unbelievable service, unbelievable quality of product at, at a great price. And, and we're talking about John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags. Uh, they got Times candles. They got key rings, jewelry. You name it, they've got it. And, and it's all right there. And Sally and and, and everybody at, at uh, Morris's Gifts can help you pick out that that perfect gift for that special someone. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive that's right next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. And rumor has it that they may be moving just a couple of couple of buildings down in that's in the uh in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. They're going to stay in the Brazos Square Center but move maybe to a bigger location. I, I mean that's just that's just the rumors. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to get that confirmed for you. So it's it's Morrison's Gifts, 4308 West Waco Drive. Tell them we sent you by. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long with Pat and John, here on the home of the Bears. Baylor men play their home conference opener against TCU Wednesday night in the Farrell Center. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 8 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long, here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. 
Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born This Way. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have Fix to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I'll wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The NFL Monday night game was suspended after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest after making a tackle. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to a Cincinnati hospital where he is sedated and in critical condition. Longtime University of Texas baseball coach Cliff Gustafson has passed away at the age of 91. Coach Gus led the Longhorns to two national championships. The 23rd-ranked Baylor women try to move to 2-0 in Big 12 Conference play on the road tonight at number 17, Oklahoma. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The MCC Highlanders move to 12-3 on the season with a 73-59 win over Angelina. The 8th-ranked MCC Highlassies are on the court at the Highlands at 5.30 this afternoon against Midland. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, uh, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, from our CZ Collision Center text line, Tori says, thank you for the answer. I think players have lost their loyalty to their teams, and there's no question. In a lot of cases, that's it's, it's about me, not we. And that's unfortunate. But that's the times that we... That we live in now. We were just talking about managing your roster, managing your scholarships. That's become quite tricky because you don't know who's leaving, who's staying. You don't know, you know, how how to manage that. Uh, another question from the CNC Collision Center text line: Where does Ward think the players are coming from? Uh, and, and you had a great point. You, you're looking at you're looking at. Uh, you're looking outside of the Division One ranks to go find some players in a lot of cases. Sometimes you are, yeah. I mean, look, they're still going to get high school freshmen into the game. It's just not as prevalent prevalent as it was because of the fact that you're going to hang on to some of those scholarships for the transfer portal now. That's what we were just talking about just a minute ago. You know, how how do you manage – the transfer portal. How do you manage those scholarships? Well, I mean, look, you go out and get the 
players out of the high school ranks that are the best of the best that can be a part of your program. Maybe they can help in the upcoming year. Maybe they're a project. But if you need immediately help in a certain position, you're not going to go there to get it. You're going to go to the transfer portal. And it probably limits the 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 number of players that you take that you consider a, a project. Hey, I think if we get this guy bigger, stronger, and faster that he can help us. You, you may not look at that guy anymore. No, you're not going to look at him anymore. You're not. You're going to let him go somewhere else and get bigger, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. And then if you need to go get him, you can go get him. Whether that's Division Two or, or or at the JUCO ranks or wherever they are. Wherever, right? yeah. yeah. And, and then take a look-see. So, anyway. Uh, 8.51, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas as we kind of wind things down. And again, uh, nothing really new in the last couple of hours on Bill's safety Demora Hamlin, who is uh, in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest during the Cincinnati and Buffalo game last night. Uh, he collapsed after uh, tackling wide receiver T. Higgins in the first quarter of that game. And, uh, you know, they they restored a heartbeat on the field and then uh, transported him by ambulance to uh, to the hospital there in Cincinnati. And uh, he is listed in, in critical condition uh, this morning, and that is the uh, the latest. Uh, CPR was administered to Hamlin on the field for multiple minutes after after he collapsed. So, uh, man, your uh, your your thoughts and your prayers are with he, his family, his teammates, and uh, and all concerned. I mean, it was it was you you could tell just watching this thing unfold that his his teammates were just absolutely to a man devastated just absolutely devastated and I think most of them were if I read you know I, you know, I didn't read a ton on it this morning but a, a lot of it that they had the players staying at the stadium you know waiting for an update before you know before returning to to, to Buffalo I think it was well after midnight before they left uh, for back for Buffalo, I mean, you just you didn't want to leave. I, I mean, clearly they did not want to leave their teammate behind, and they wanted to make sure that they had some kind of information and an update, I, I suppose, before they were, you know, ready to go board the the flight back to Buffalo. And uh, that that had to be a difficult call in itself to try to figure out. Okay, where do we go from here? And I'm sure there was a lot of prayers and, and a lot of conversation amongst the players in that locker room trying to process everything that was going on. Yeah, and I don't – I can't imagine – The difficulty of that. Yes. The difficulty of, you know, as you say, processing. And I, I, I'm not sure how you do that. And, and there's probably some on that team that haven't done that. That, you know, that's – they're just, for lack of a better word, they're in shock right now over what happened. Because, you you know, look, they're professional athletes. They gear up to play a game, and, and the game's underway. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have this occur. And how do you process it? You know, it, we're having, as fans in watching it on television, we're having trouble processing it. 
Can you imagine being on the field or no. or on the you know or on the sideline and trying to process that? No, I can't imagine. That. No, it, I mean it's the, the difficulty that's just unreal. So uh, stay with us throughout the day. We'll, uh, we'll we'll try to have you updates. ESPN and Greenies coming up in just a couple of minutes. Don't forget John Morris is here at three and Matt Mosley's here at four, and we're back tomorrow morning at seven on ESPN Central Texas.